ഹമദുഹുഹുഹുഹുഹുഹുഹുഹുഹുഹുഹുഹുഹുഹുഹുഹുഹുഹുഹുഹുഹുഹുഹുഹുഹുഹുഹുഹുഹുഹുഹു
if you are to continue worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Mufassireen have mentioned that in this ayat karima there is an implicit message that when a person becomes cautious and he is very careful as to what enters the stomach and everything that goes in is halal and tayyiba, it is halal and pure. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives him the tawfiq that he appreciates the blessings of Allah. He is grateful and he is thankful to the blessings of Allah. Washkuru ni'mat Allah. And that is why you will find a lot of people don't even enjoy performing their salah. They don't enjoy reciting the Qur'an. It is like there is a burden that is on the head. Something weighty put on the head. And he wants to finish off the salah as soon as possible. When you tell him to recite the Qur'an, it is difficult for him. One thousand and one excuses enter the heart by the shaitan just for him to open the first few pages of the Quran but give him a newspaper and he'll read give him the TV control and he'll want to watch all the programs there but give him the Quran he can't read the Quran why what is inside is wrong what has entered the mouth is wrong what has entered the system is unlawful what has entered the system promotes evil instincts and therefore he can never do dua and he can never do shukr because what has entered is haram and Allah says وَشْكُرُوا نِعْمَةَ اللَّهِ إِن كُنْتُمْ إِيَّاهُ تَعْبُدُونَ the beauty of halal lukma is that Allah locks you in his ibadat Allah locks you in his worshipping so that you get satisfaction when you take the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it is of paramount importance, my respected brothers, like how we prepare for salah. Wuzu is important. Subhanallah, these beautiful organs that Allah has given us, the tongue, the mouth, the teeth, the intestines, the inner organs, and the rizq, the sustenance that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us, Allah has clearly said, halal and tayyibah. This dunya is a test for you. And what goes in has to be certified. And has to be certified with halalan tayyibah. In Surah Taha, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned, Kulu min tayyibati ma razaknakum. Eat from that which we have blessed you to be pure. And then Allah says, Wala tatghaw fihi. And do not exceed the limits. Make sure that which is halal is halal and if it is haram, it remains haram. Don't look for fatwas. That which is halal is halal and haram is haram. Otherwise, my anger will engulf that individual. And the one who becomes the recipient of my anger, who becomes the recipient of 
فَقَدْ هَوَا That person is destroyed. That person is doomed. Mufassireen have mentioned that when halal lukma enters the stomach, it generates inner lights. But when something haram goes into the system, he carries the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wo chalta hai to Allah ki narazgi mein chalta hai. When he sleeps, Allah is angry with him. When he rests, Allah is angry with him. Even when he stands up for salah, Allah is angry with him. Allahu Akbar. My respected brothers, the great muhaddis and the great companion of Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Sayyidina Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala an would say, it is better for you to put stones in your mouth than to put something haram. It is better to fill your mouth with stones than to fill your mouth with something that is haram. Hazrat Sahal bin Abdullah radiallahu ta'ala an He says, An-najatu fi thalathatin Salvation is in three things. And these are the three arteries of Iman. غور سے سنیں یہ تین چیزیں اس کی اہمیت کتنی ہیں Salvation is in three things. Aklul halal دسترخان میں جو کچھ بچھایا ہے نا سامنے حلال ہونا ضروری ہے What you eat has to be halal. وَأَضَاءُ الْفَرَائِذِ And to fulfill your obligatory duties. Allah نے جو چیز فرض کیا ہے اس کو انجام وَإِتِّبَاعُ سُنَّةً نَبِيِّ صلى الله عليه وسلم And finally to follow the sunnah of Nabi Kareem صلى الله عليه وسلم For a Muslim, these three things are very very important. Making sure he eats halal, making sure he is regular and he fulfills the obligatory duties and making sure that he follows the sunnah of Nabi Kareem صلى الله عليه وسلم Hazrat Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala an is the narrator. He puts forward a beautiful hadith which he heard from Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And this is also recorded in the Sahih of Imam Bukhari. Hazrat Abu Huraira says, Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned, Inna Allah ta'ala tayyibun la yaqbalu illa tayyiban. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most pure and he will only accept from you that which is pure. Allah khud paak hai aur Allah ne sirf paak cheezo ko hi kabool karna hai. Hum dunya mein koi raddi cheez kabool nahi karte to phir Allah ke samne koi raddi cheez pesh kar sakta hai. And he says Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned wa inna Allah ta'ala Amara bil mu'minina amara bihil mursaleen. Allah has imposed upon the believers that which He imposed upon the prophets. The commands He gave to the Nabi, Anbiya, to all of the prophets. The same command is given to the Ummah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah says in His beautiful kalam, Ya ayyuhal rusul, كُلُوا مِنَ الطَّيِّبَاتِ وَعْمَلُوا صَالِحًا O messengers, eat from that which is halal and pure. 
And the same hukum command is given to the believers. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, O believers, kulu min tayyibati ma razzaknaakum. Eat from that which we have given you to be, given to you to be halal and pure. Imagine the importance of halal lukma, my respected brothers. It is part of iman that what goes in has to be halal, hundred percent. Usme koi tawil ki gunjaish nahi. Koi tawil ki gunjaish nahi. And furthermore, the main part of the hadith, Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam explains to us, and he puts forward an example of this person. In the hadith it comes, ثُمَّ ذَقَرَ الرَّجُلُ And Allah's Nabi mentioned about a person, يُطِيلُ Safar. Allah's Nabi says that this person was engaged in long durations of travel. یہ آدمی مسافر تھا زمانے کے لیے سفر میں ہی رہتا تھا. يُطِيلُ Safar. And ulama have mentioned that Allah accepts the dua of a musafir. Allah accepts the dua of a mariz, the one who is sick. Allah accepts the dua of a haji. So Allah accepts the dua of a musafir. And clearly Allah's Nabi has mentioned, يُطِيلُ Safar. So people can understand that he is a musafir. And furthermore, Allah's Nabi describes his condition. Untidy hair when you're traveling and just had covered the face and the clothes. Adbara, Gubara Ludka. Dust everywhere. The hair was untidy. Ash Asa Aghbara. And in that condition, he sits in the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yamuddu Yadehi ila sama and he stretches his hands to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Istarikis. And then he says, Ya Rabbi, Ya Rabbi, Ya Rabbi. Allahu Akbar. He is pleading to his Allah that Allah accept my dua. This is what I want from you. Ya Rabbi, Ya Rabbi. Oh my Allah, Oh my Allah, Oh my Allah. These are the words of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Allah's Nabi says, How is it possible that Allah will accept his dua? Allah will never accept his dua. Zara ghor kare, he is a traveler. Lifting up his hands, stretching it to the heavens. Is tariqe se dua kar raha hai. With all concentration. Ya Rabbi, Ya Rabbi. He's saying, oh my Allah, oh my Allah. Allah's Nabi is saying that his dua will never be accepted. Fa'anna yustajabu li dhalik. Uski dua kaise kabool ho? And then Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gives to us the reasons. And this is very, very important, my respected brothers. Ham apna Matu'amuhu haram. Allah's Nabi says, you expect Allah to accept your dua when your food is haram. Mashrabuhu haram. And your drink is haram. Malbasuhu haram. And your libas is haram. When you see a person, you don't even know if he's a Muslim or a Hindu. Shall I greet him? Is he a Muslim? Does he deserve my salam? Because there are no signs on him that he is a Muslim. When a lady walks past, you don't even know whether she is a Muslima or a Ghari Muslima. Why? She, to the least, she's not even wearing a scarf. 
Malbasuhu haram. Your libas is haram. You are shy to grow a beard. You want to dress up like the kuffar. Allahu Akbar. Wa gudziya bil haram. And your food, your, your entire body is nourished with something that is haram. Your organs that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you, it has been nourished with, with sources that are totally haram. وَقُذِّيَ بِالْحَرَامِ فَأَنَّا يُسْتَجَابُ لِذَلِكَ Allah's Nabi is saying, how will Allah accept your dua? You care about your salah, you care about your charity, you care about your soul. You ask the ulama, if I eat this, if I take an injection, vaccination, is my rosa valid or not? If I do this in my hajj, is this jais or not jais? But what about the food that you eat? What happens to the food, the lukma, that enters your mouth? Uske mutalik tumari kya raha hai? Anna yustajabu Allahu Akbar. Many a times, my respected brothers, we complain, Allah is not listening to us. Allah is not listening to us. Why is He not listening to us? I was once traveling and I said to the, the, the chap who was serving us food, their hostess, Jyoti, and I said, is this food halal? It was a man and he said to me, Ya Sheikh, Qul Bismillah, Kullu Halal. <laughs> Say Bismillah, everything is halal. And touching my beard saying that, you know. Ya Sheikh, Qul Bismillah, Kullu Halal. No wonder the Muslim Ummah is suffering. No wonder we are humiliated. We take pride in everything that is anti-Islamic. Everything anti-Islamic. We want the best toothbrush. Give him a miswak. Oh, gee, miswak. Oh, gee, yeah. Everything anti-Islamic. Everything that is in fashion, give it to him and you will see the youth applying it. Taking it. Happily. Ibn Abbas radiallahu ta'ala is the narrator. And we talk about this great senior sahabi, Hazrat Sa'ad bin Abi Waqqas radiallahu ta'ala not an ordinary Sahabi from Ashray Mubashra, the man who was the Amir, who led the campaign against the Persians during the Khilafat of Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala an, the man who took the place of Khalid bin Walid, Abu Ubaidat ibn al-Jarrah, Hazrat Sa'ad bin Abi Waqqas, not an ordinary Sahabi. And Hazrat ibn Abbas is the narrator. He says that, Hazrat Sa'ad came to Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he said, Ya Rasulullah, can you make dua for me that I become mustajabu da'wat? But mustajabu da'wat kya hai? Pata hai na? Immediate acceptance of your supplication. Bilfar, tumhari dua kabul ho jai, usko kate mustajabu da'wat. Immediately Allah would accept your dua. So you lift up your hands and there were many amongst the companions who were mustajabu da'wat, including the daughter of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, whose name was Hazrat Ruqayya, which we will be talking about tonight, inshallah, after, after Isha. She was also mustajabu da'wat. And Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam turned to Hazrat Sa'ad and said to Sa'ad, Sa'ad, you want to become mustajabu da'wat? It is very easy. Make sure what you eat is halal, you will become mustajabu da'wat. 
وٹ اے سمپل فارمولا اللہ نے اللہ کے رسول نے کتنی آسانی فرمائی یو وانٹ ٹو بیکم مستجاب دعوت وٹ یو ایٹ ہیز ٹو بی حلال اندر رسول صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم سے ٹو حضرت سعد سعد ریمبر اف یو ایٹ سم تھنگ دیٹ از حرام اللہ ڈز ناٹ ایکسپٹ یور سلا فار فورٹی ڈیز یور سلا بیکمز ان افیکٹو چالیس دن کے لیے تمہاری نماز اللہ قبول نہیں کرتے اللہ ڈز ناٹ ایکسپٹ یور سلا فار فورٹی ڈیز وین یو اسٹینڈ اپ اینڈ یو ایٹ سم تھنگ دیٹ از حرام فار فورٹی ڈیز اللہ ڈز ناٹ ایکسپٹ یور نماز دیز آر دا ورڈز آف نبی کریم صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم علامہ زہبی ہیز مینشن ون حدیث ان ہز کتاب کتاب القبائر He says that there is one angel that stands in the zone of Masjid-e-Aqsa and day and night that angel makes an announcement مَا لَمْ يَقْبَلِ اللَّهُ مَا لَمْ يَقْبَلِ اللَّهُ مِنْهُ صَرْفًا وَلَا عَدْلًا That anyone who eats haram, this angel is in the area of Masjid-e-Aqsa and he says that the one who eats haram Allah does not accept from, his, from him optional prayers and obligatory prayers نہ اس کی نوافل اللہ قبول کرتے ہیں نہ اس کی فرائض قبول ہوتی ہے اٹ از آف پیراماؤنٹ امپورٹنس مائی ریسپیکٹڈ برادرس وی شوڈ ناٹ ٹیک دس لائٹلی کہ جی خیر ہے وی گو ٹو اور شاپ اٹ سیز حلال او مائی ریسپیکٹڈ برادرس ٹو ڈے یو کین میک یور اون اسٹیکر تھرو دا انٹرنیٹ اینڈ پیپل میک دا اون کارڈ اینڈ پوسٹ کارڈ اینڈ ایون ڈاکیومنٹس دے کین فورج اٹس ٹو ڈے وی لیو ان ورلڈ a very fast world and just because it says they halal it does not mean it is halal as a consumer you have every rights where you buy your meat to go and inquire and ask and the shopkeeper must be open and transparent and willingly he must explain to you that this is where i buy my meats ye gosht jahan se aata when you go to the restaurant you hold the power as consumers uski dukan us waqt chalegi جب آپ نے اس سے مال لینا ہے واللہ لذیذ مائی ریسپیکٹڈ برادرز آئی ایم ناٹ ہیئر ٹو پٹ ڈاؤن اینی بزنس بٹ آئی ایم اے بلیور ایز این امام ون آئی اسٹینڈ ان فرنٹ آف اللہ سبحان اللہ ول کوشچن دا امامز آف لیسٹر دیٹ یو نیو وٹ واز ہیپننگ بٹ یٹ یو آر کوائٹ اینڈ سائلنٹ فار ہو یو فیئر پیپل یو ڈی ناٹ فیئر اللہ اینڈ آئی ایم جسٹ ڈسچارجنگ مائی ڈیوٹی میری ذمہ داری پوری ہو جائے میں نے تو اللہ کو جو ہے جواب دینا ہے نا دس از آل اباؤٹ بزنس مائی ریسپیکٹڈ برادرس جیسے مدرسہ کا چندہ ہوتا ہے ہم دیتے یا نہیں مسجد کا چندہ ہوتا ہے دیتے یا نہیں یہ بھی دین کا مسئلہ ہے وٹ یو ایٹ ہیز ٹو بی حلال اللہ نبی صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم He will not care what he takes that is in front of him. Amin al-halal, amin al-haram. Is it a halal acquisition? Ke jo usne liya apne liye. Is it halal or is it haram? He will not be bothered. One of the signs of qiyam. Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Al-halalu bayin wal-haramu bayin. Banu Israel were punished because of this. They were destroyed because of this. They made that which was haram halal and halal haram. Quran-e-Kareem mein hai ya nahi mutala kariya? 
Allah's Nabi has said, Al-Halal Ubayyin Wal-Haram Ubayyin. Halal is clear, Haram is clear. وَبَيْنَهُمَا مُشْتَبِهَاتِ And between the lines of Halal and Haram, you have things which are confusing. Mushtabihat, something that is confusing to a person. And Allah's Nabi gives a fatwa, a simple fatwa. If you don't know whether this item in front of you is halal or haram, Allah's Nabi says, فَمَنِ shubuhat, The one who saves himself even from that which he doubts, it is confusing for him. He doesn't know. فَمَنِ shubuhat, and, and Allahu Akbar, my respected brothers, the stories that we hear, shocking. The one who saves himself from even that, that lukma, that morsel, which is of shubah, he doubts. He has saved his religion and he has protected his honor. And in the hadith it comes, وَمَنْ وَقَعَ فِي الشُّبُهَاتِ The one who goes into items that are shubuhats, are doubtful, وَقَعَ فِي الْحَرَامِ he will fall in the trap of haram. He will fall in the trap of shaitan. And so Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has clearly said, Da'ma yuribuk ila ma la yuribuk. Look, if you have doubt, stop. Save yourself from that. To that in which there is no doubt. Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said, La yadukhulul jannata jasadun ghudiyya bil haram. And the narrator of this hadith is Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq. You will hardly find Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq narrating hadith. He's very, very careful, making sure. Others were narrating, but he would not narrate. He feared that he would not misread the meaning of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam or misquote the hadith. So very few ahadith are narrated by Hazrat Abu Bakr, but this hadith in Bayhaqi is narrated by Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq. Radiallahu ta'ala And he says, I heard from Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say, لَا يَدْخُلُ الْجَنَّةَ جَسَدٌ غُذِيَ بِالْحَرَامِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not give a place to that body in Jannah that has been nourished with haram. Jasad kamana jism. That body which has been nourished with haram will not enter Jannah. Oh my respected brothers, hum hajj ke upar hajj karte hai, umrah ke upar umrah karte hai. We are regular in our salah. We are punctual with our obligatory duties. But there is a lot of complacency, especially in England when it comes to the halal food industry. And that is why all of the masajids in Leicester, majority rather, the majority of the masajids in Leicester today have dedicated the session of Jumu'ah to this topic so that it has an impact upon the Ummah. So we realize the importance of halal food. Har masjid mein, jamea masjid mein chale jaye, jahan jana ho masjid e nur mein, yehi mawzoo hai. There is a lot of complacency. And let me make it clear to you, my respected brothers, I am not part of the HMC, Halal Monitoring Committee. I don't get a cut out of HMC for speaking about HMC. But everyone here is part of the Ummah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And this fikr to make sure that halal food is distributed to the Muslim Ummah is very, very important. 
I just want to speak out to you some information given to me, which is very, very important. But there was a meeting of the ulama with the HMC. All of the locals, local ulama were there. All of them were invited. What happens in the UK? And I think this magazine will also be distributed outside the masajid. It says here approximately 5 million chickens enter the UK halal market weekly. Kidney? 5 million. And these are chickens that we eat at homes, schools, prisons, hospitals, restaurants and other venues. Only from the 5 million, 20% of these chickens are unstunned. HMC certifies 15% from the 20% and there are other sources of the 5%. It says 80% of these chickens are stunned prior to slaughter and the act of stunning is cruel. Now according to the Masla, you will find some scholars saying that if you stun a chicken and if it doesn't die and before dying if you slaughter it, that is halal. But the question is my respected brothers, the Sunnah method of slaughtering the animal during the time of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam and the time of Khulafai Rashidin, even in the Islamic Empire, there was no such thing as stunning. Fatwa alagbat hai halal haram ki. The proper method is to make sure that at least three vessels are cut so that the blood flows out. It is not clogged into the meat. And it is healthy. When you eat something that is halal, it is healthy. Because the blood comes out. And that is why I have met many, many Christians who want to buy meat from halal butchers. Because of the method of uh, slaughter. But according to DEFRA, the official regulatory body, and this is not a Muslim organization, even if you were to say that stunning is accepted, chalo. According to DEFRA, this organization, it's an official body, it says 33% of stunned chickens die even before slaughtering them. How many? 33%. What guarantee have we got that the chicken we are eating is not that chicken that died before slaughtering? What's the guarantee? And the Jewish community and for the Muslim community this concession is there. The government has given us this concession. You don't need to stun any of the chickens or any of the animals. And Jewish logo ko dekhe in ki community bare mazboot. Bare mazboot. People complain, huh? 5 pound 50 ki 3 chickens very expensive. And a Jewish chicken, unke yaha? I think it is five pounds or six pounds. Six fifty, bazooka. Allahu Akbar. Now, my respected brothers, more importantly, what is important for us to know, fifty percent of these chickens are slaughtered mechanically in England. That would mean there is no one manually doing it. There is no man, a Muslim, not slaughtering the chickens. Fifty percent. And one of the largest supplier in England, the largest plant, is owned by a Sikh person whose name is Ranjit Singh. Kya naam hai? Ranjit Singh. Largest plant. One of the largest plants. And he supplies. And in his plant everything is done mechanically. Mechanically slaughtered. And it is issued halal, 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 halal. Stickers de halal. 
My respected brothers, we will be questioned on the day of Qiyamah. Dekhna Mechanically slaughtered, animals are haram without a doubt. And most recently what had happened in the year 2007, there's also information of this here. In, in Glasgow, uh, the Muslim community of Glasgow had given the qurbani to an abattoir there to slaughter their animals. It is said that a non-Muslim slaughtered the qurbani. These are the blunders. And at times the person is smoking a cigarette. And sometimes this man has got no fear of Allah. And he gives the, the knife and blade to a non-Muslim. By I've got a phone call, you do the slaughtering. Or there is a sticker on the sticker. Sticker on the sticker. Sticker on the sticker. Halal, everything is halal. By eat, kullu halal. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billahi al My respected brothers. This is not about one shop. This is not about two shops. This affects every single one of us here. It is, it is about the Ummah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Is Allah razi with us? Or are we carrying the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And you can read and you have the full information here, the magazine that will be distributed. And it says 33% of halal donor kebabs. Donor to what? You know donor kebabs? Donor meat tested had pork additives in the UK. And majority of the people were saying with pork additives it tastes better. And cross-contamination is a major issue. I have also seen some of the slides. Aliyazu billah. Haram janwar khinzir israf and halal goshtya. Cross-contamination. That is a major issue, my respected brothers. And it says here, BBC in the 2003 Panorama documentary exposed the injection of pork enzymes into the chicken destined for the British market. Recently a processed product labeled halal had pork explicitly mentioned in the ingredients. Allahu Akbar. And there are a lot of also imports, halal imports from as far as Botswana, Brazil, Thailand. And when the HMC people went to Brazil, it is shocking my respected brothers to see the condition of the abattoirs in South America in, and in that part of the region. There is no one there to monitor nothing. And it says all of these products that come from abroad, many of them were outdated with invalid certificates. Invalid certificates. And some of these products were to be distributed in the schools of Lancashire, but Allah give jazai khair to LCM, which I believe is the Lancashire Council of Mosques. They stepped in and stopped everything. And now, alhamdulillah, the Lancashire Council of Mosques are making sure that even in the schools, uh, HMC food will be distributed. Subhanallah al-Azim oh, my respected brothers Now if we are to remain silent Then fir kusur kiska Kusur kiska And it is easy We, we like to circulate rumors huh? HMC you have HMC you have It is a money industry It is this and that Have you taken time out To sit with the accountants uh, With the chairman With the vice chairman This is a body that That is organized By majority of them are scholars Sheikh Muhammad bin Khalifa by Hanif Halibi, he is also a scholar, Fari from Dalum Bari. All of these good, good scholars, mashallah, for the sake of Deen, for the sake of Allah, they have stood up and they have, they, are, they want to take off and alleviate the burden of 
halal from, um, from the Ummah, general Ummah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So when we eat, we are satisfied. We know that there is a body that is checking everything. Now if there was another body that had stringent conditions like the HMC, we would accept that. But from the minute the animal is slaughtered, you will find an HMC inspector waiting there. And he will view the, the slaughter until it is packed, distributed, transported, and it goes to the restaurant, it goes to the butchers, and then every day an inspector goes to the butchers uh, to see that HMC seal and stamp is there. So my respected brothers, this is our local body. Hamare ghar ka ye idara hai. And a lot of the people that work for HMC is also fi sabirillah. It says 750 hours on a weekly basis are donated free of charge. Free of charge. Over 150 shops are visited daily, my respected brothers. And in 20 cities, and it is still growing, alhamdulillah, 75 staff are working inspectors and monitors. It is completely transparent. I've also had the chance to speak with these people, otherwise I would not sit here and talk, my respected brothers. You can't just sit and talk. Huh? There, there is a responsibility. Anyone who has a problem, go and see and verify. Not because of your personal grudge. You say, I don't like that person, he's part of HMC, he's that, this is how he was talking to me. My respected brothers, throw away your differences and do everything for the sake of Allah and be united. Jewish community ko to dekhe. Allahu Akbar. One rabbi says something, everything is done. And humare yaha to ikhtilaf. Kisi musalman bhai ne koshish ki, uske pair kaato. Chop him down. Somebody wants to do something, criticize him. Somebody does something, criticize him. A group of people standing there, no, that is haram, this is haram. Allahu Akbar, brothers, verify. Who has, who is so stringent? Which organization is so meticulous when it comes to making sure and observing that the food that you eat is halal? We should fully support this body, my respected brothers. And with that, my respected brothers, I mean no offense to brothers who may own a restaurant or a takeaway or a, a, a butcher shop here. We are not saying that what you sell is haram. La hawla wa la illa billah. Clearly. Uh, we are not saying it is haram but we are saying that the preferred method Islamically is the non-stunning method which is monitored from the time the animal is slaughtered until it is served to your plates everything must be monitored that is a system that HMC works on and so whether what you sell is halal and haram you are accountable Allah will question you Allah will question you so, halal hai ya haram hai, wo jane uska kaam jane. We are not issuing a fatwa if it is not HMC, it is haram. We are saying that according to the Sharia, the preferred method is what is adopted by the HMC and it is a local body. Please support this body. Alhamdulillah, all of the scholars, Lester Masajid, will be talking on this subject. Allah Rabbul Alameen. Hare ko tawfiq de wa akhiru da'wana anilhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.